back, everybody, to another episode of the Offsides Podcast, the unofficial official podcast of Charlotte Football Club. I'm your host, Andres Robledo, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my co-host, Pablo Robledo. Pablo, how's it going? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back, baby. It's party time. Party boys. It's playoff time. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the podcast boys. We're the podcast boys. <laughs> you uh, you say playoff time, and uh, I'm I'm. I think I jinx I'm, it. I'm back on the wagon. I've relapsed. I'm a I'm a playoff believer yes. again. Uh, do I, I I spent like 45 minutes doing the math the other day, just looking at like oh, good. who we had to play, <laughs> who the other teams had to play, like who I was like, oh man, there's a universe that could. It could be out there, and hopefully we're living in it. I, I believe. You're the, kid. You're the kid in class that works it out and gets the answer right, and I just guessed, and I got the answer right. <laughs> I'm like it's Doctor playoff Str- time. I'm like Doctor Strange in Infinity War. I've looked at 14 million universes, and we only make it in <laughs> one. So hopefully we get there, but it's crazy how much one game can do that to you, huh? Especially after a, a second half performance like that, yeah, we didn't will... even think it was going to happen. Yeah, no, I was in the exact same boat. I was having a terrible Saturday night watching that game until the last set, the last half. Really, just the last like thirty <laughs> minutes of the last half, and I mean, we'll get to it. But gosh, what a what a banger of a game! I would say probably one of the best ones they've had all season, though. Yeah, I saw someone else say that uh, online, and it it did get me thinking about it. I was like, you know, where would I rate this game um, in in importance, or just, you know, in terms of, like, how it made me feel? And Mm -hmm. I would say, like, the New York game had similar, like, the the New York uh, FC game when we went up to New York and played them. Like, that was kind of a similar thing of just, you know, zero expectations and you know, pulling a win out of nowhere, especially, you know, after losing 5-0 to LA, you know, you kind of, <laughs> it also felt like there was no hope. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I have to agree. Like this is, de- this was definitely one of the best games I've seen so far from Charlotte. Top five. Oh yeah. Easily top five, probably top three, Easily. honestly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What, what I- would probably be your number one right now? Um, honestly, I think probably that game against the Red Bulls at home, just because yeah, the ones right after the firing. Yeah, just of Miguel. Yeah, just because of all the context that it came with of like first yeah. game after Miguel gets fired, we lost to them, you know, pretty abysmally uh, in the Open, in the Cup. Open Cup. They were a super tough team, um, and just to like you know beat them two zero and just kind of like shut them out and stuff like. That was huge. And the way like we looked so much better that home game than we had like any other game uh right away, like just from the changes Latanzio was making. So <clears throat> I thought it was like a that you know, that's a big a big one for me. And then I think the second one would have to be uh probably the New York City FC, like probably both of them, like together, just that whole like series of just beating them twice home and away like the history that mm-hmm. that made, like the importance of it. Like those were, I mean, really those were six points that like I was not expecting us to get. So 
that was huge. And then I think it's probably this game against Chicago and then probably the LA Galaxy game. Those would probably be like my top four Charlotte FC games so far. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you about that Galaxy game. Because I felt like um, we, I, like, I didn't have very high expectations going into that game, having just lost to DC United like 3-0. Yeah. Um, but they really surprised me. Yeah, yeah, and it, it spawned this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, which which game is the one where we want we even won a game four zero? I can't even remember it. Uh, we beat Nashville four one, I think. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it was a shutout. I think it was four one. It's a shutout in my mind. That's how I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, oh, yeah. Uh, let's jump into the episode. Do you have any news for us? You are uh, uh, our sports yeah. reporter. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the best sports reporter. Um, nothing too crazy. I'm sure everybody saw the bits of news where uh, Sodersky was uh, named as one of the team of the week players. Um. What else was it? And I think also player of the week. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. First Charlotte FC player to be player of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a little surprised that uh, coach uh, Christian Latanzio was not play uh, coach of the week after that. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but in a somewhat related Charlotte matter, we had our uh, own Brian uh, Romero. He's been selected as one of the U.S. men's uh, U-17 um, members to go play in uh, this international tournament that's going to be uh, starting in the Czech Republic. It actually started a couple days ago. It goes from September 16th to, I think, September. September 26 or I forget the dates but pretty cool that he got selected amongst all those youngsters out there uh from Charlotte there's a bunch of guys from LA bunch of guys from the uh, Barcelona club team um Philly San Jose and then we got our own Brian out there so where to represent shout out to Brian yeah that's, that's awesome all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be huge for him uh, i can't imagine that feeling of uh going yeah, I would think playing so. internationally <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty cool check yeah. out the competition it's funny because you know he again he's only like 16 super young but i saw this weekend that arsenal uh put in like a 15 and a half year old so he became the youngest Jeez. premier league player ever and like something that was going around Twitter was like, you know, what were you doing at 15? I was like, man, I don't even know, but definitely not playing near to that level, obviously. Like, that's just crazy that a 15 year old could be that good to, you know, play in the Premier League. And, and you know, same with Brian. You can be that good where you're literally one of the best, you know, 17 year olds in the country and going up against some of the best in the world. Like, that is just crazy level of talent. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Decided to hopefully right. maybe uh, see him with the first team next year. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopefully that he does get some more minutes in there. Um, <clears throat> but you know, he's still got time to develop. I don't, you don't want to rush it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Don't want to rush it, but that's all I got as far as, uh, Charlotte news. Nice. Nice. The only thing I have to add is that it is, uh, confirmed that Nuno Santos does in fact shop at Target. Uh, I got to run into him uh, over the weekend, <laughs> literally on Sunday after he just played an incredible game against Chicago. He's just in there, you know, casually shopping, like with, the, I think it was his mom. Uh, so it's cool his to run mom. into him. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And uh, it's cool to run into him and then uh, get a photo. Super nice guy, super humble. Um, yeah. Very. Who took the picture? His mom? No, Jennifer took it. Oh, it's funny though, because like I walked past him, and I just got a Jennifer. from like, like we were walking to the back of Target, and they were walking the other way, and we were like walking to the back to go grab something, and I was like, wait, stop here, stop here, stop here, and I like pull over the cart and I grab my phone out, and I like, because I I was like that looked just like you know Santos, but I'm gonna check the tattoos to make sure it's him, and so I oh, found a photo online. Place. Yeah, I did. <laughs> But I saw it, I was like, oh my god, that was him. I'm going to go ask for a photo. And so we went back and got the photo. And it was super cool. Super cool guy. So hopefully he has another great game this uh, this weekend. Yeah, I saw he left a little um, comment on, on the picture and everything. So kind of real down-to-earth guy. Very humble. I like that. Yeah, yeah, he was. You know, very nice, very uh, quiet. Um yeah, like you said, just you could tell he's just a very humble guy. And shops at the local Target. So Target seems to be the Dude, place so to run into players. That's three players you've seen out in the wild. Yeah. Luke, Santos and Brian. Yeah. Yeah. I got the whole age gauntlet. Got the old guys, the super young guys, and then the, the hitting their prime. <laughs> yeah. I know. I keep a like uh, scout. Yeah. <laughs> I keep going into the office just to see if maybe I'll run into Fuchs again. But uh, no luck so far. <laughs> he was just closing down his uh, his Wells Fargo's account that <laughs> somebody opened up. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, let's jump right into the most exciting part of the weekend. The game against Chicago. Uh, you know, some things going into the the into this match that I kind of forgot about was after Chicago beat us, they you know released a lot of like clips and stuff of like uh, team talk uh, in the locker room, uh, like a little celebration video uh, after they beat us that had like you know Sardarsky was just sitting on the ground with his head in his knees and other players kind of mm-hmm. moping around and like you know being very like taunting of it of of the win. Uh, yeah. Which is all stuff I'd kind of forgotten about going into this game, but because uh, they beat us at home, right? Yeah, yeah, in a yeah. similar fashion. <laughs> yeah, uh, a better um, fashion. Yeah, but uh, man, it was good to get that to get that revenge game. That was a, uh, I think Chicago has the potential of becoming a rival. I think right now, really, it's more like Atlanta and the two New York teams. Those feel more like big rivalries, just with the physicality of the games. But I think with like that 
kind of social media stuff like it could definitely i could definitely see it becoming more of a rivalry if that kind of stuff keeps up because uh man that whoever runs the uh twitter page for charlotte they had a field day uh, of just roasting chicago after uh after we won <laughs> they had what some good say, stuff the revenge is a uh, dis best served cold something yeah. like that best served Deep on dish. twitter <laughs> yeah chicago style they had a lot of. They had uh, obviously the an extinguisher replaced as like their logo, uh, saying you know <laughs> fires out. They uh, put a. Uh, they someone like photoshopped the stadium with like all those like spirit Halloween posters everywhere, where you see like you know, oh the nice abandoned malls yeah. always get turned into those. Just some good yeah. stuff like that. Mm. And uh, it felt good to One knock a I'd... team out of playoffs before playoffs even started. I was just going to mention that. I was like, it was uh, a crucial game for Chicago. Um, I mean, still for us, but uh, I think we still had a slight chance had, well, not, either way, we still had some sort of fighting chance had we not won that game. But Chicago was definitely a must win. Um, so, yeah, surprised that the team kind of stepped up how they did. Um, glad they did. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just cool to, like, knock a team out like you said yeah i mean this is basically a playoff game for them and you know, at their own home stadium yeah. we just knocked them out well, let's talk about it though and, oh go ahead go ahead finish that thought oh and i was just just gonna mention i also heard a, a good bit of like charlotte fans when i was watching the game yes I was, like, I was like man are they saying charlotte I was they like, were it sounds like they're saying charlotte i was like no way and but yeah, I saw the pictures afterwards. I was like, man, that's that was awesome to have all those those supporters out there. Yeah, uh, it was I like definitely heard it on TV. Yeah, it was noticeably like audible on on TV. You could clearly hear it, and maybe not clearly, but you could tell they were saying Charlotte. Like if you just kind of listened, like it was crazy. I, I was not yeah. expecting that either. Uh, yeah, but you it could was hear great the "Let's see. Go Charlotte." Yeah. Cause I was like, cause I was trying to run it in my head. I'm like, maybe they're saying "Let's go Chicago," but I'm like, no, it doesn't even sound like that. So it <laughs> That's like too many syllables. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe they're sitting right beside the mics. Who knows? Maybe, but that was cool to see. But no, that was awesome. Heard to hear. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like let's jump into the the match. Yeah, so let's do you know starting the lineup. I think it was pretty much the same lineup as. The week before, except I think uh, Nathaniel Brian is starting and Shinoshinsky is starting. Uh, yeah. What did you think of those uh, changes? And Harris, obviously, Fuchs is out because of the red card, so we got awful starting uh, on the on Fuchs's side instead of uh, instead of Mora, which is kind of interesting. Um, but what did you think yeah. of the changes to the starting lineup? I was okay with the Mora not starting on that side, just because awful has seemed to be a solid player all around. Um, and, uh, Brian, he seems to be, uh, that's his position from what he's been listed at and the highlights we've seen. Um, so I definitely wanted just to see what he, what he was all about. Um, I was fine with Shinoshinsky on that left side and even seeing Rios starting, um, I was, not a hundred percent okay with it, but I was just like, you know, he's he's done all right. He's he's scored once or twice already, and 
Yeah, he scored the, the game winner the last week. I, w- I wasn't surprised to see him starting since he scored the only goal last week. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't surprised to see him started. I was a bit worried, but I'm like, maybe he's finally getting into like good form. Um, yeah, you know, but and he had a pretty decent game. I, I wasn't too unhappy. Oh yeah, no, with, me uh, either. I, I thought he had a yeah. Even though he didn't score, I thought he had a great game. He helped out the offense. Um, you know, he kind of. Instead of being selfish, he knocked off that that one uh, pass uh, early on where Sadursky had the chance to equalize. Um, but, you know, that was all uh, through Rios. Even pressuring um, the off uh, defense when they had the ball. Um, totally different side of Rios that I haven't seen all season. Yeah. Like all season. He set uh he set Bronico up for a good shot and, and we gotta talk yep. about this where you know the goalie saves it and it bounces right to Swiderski to an open net. I mean, and he just totally yeah, just kind of whiffs it and hits it right <laughs> to the goalie. I knew we were in for yeah. a rough night after that. It was uh it, it was very suspenseful the whole the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. And especially after that first goal coming so early. Uh, and kind of like a little flop shot, you know, like not a lot of power, just rolls along the floor to that bottom right corner. A, not a lot of pressure from our defense on the guy. Like he's at the top of the box, and yeah. I don't see anybody running towards him, more just like standing still reacting. Or, I mean, he's all by himself. The only one I saw running towards him was like Sodarski, <laughs> but um, he's the one that like bounced it out to him. So, of course, he's got to run out there. But besides that, like, Everybody else was either covering somebody or just reacting to the shot. And I was surprised that even went in. Um, just as how slow moving it was. Uh, Kalina just kind of watched it go in. And just for it to not like hit or deflect off anyone either. It's kind of, you know, what are the odds of that? So, I mean, literally, yeah. like everyone's behind that ball, basically. Yeah, you're right. And then, um, and then, like you said, not too long after that, we had the, uh, the Bronico, um, you know, Rios gives it up to Bronico. Bronico sends it in, and Sodarski, just of all places to put it, puts it right at the keeper. Yeah. But when the, when they scored that first goal, I wasn't too worried. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't get too worried when it's, like, early goals. Um, but then the second one, I was like, yikes. Yeah, yeah. I- for me, it's usually like when whenever like a team is making a lot of chances but like not scoring, um, mm-hmm. that's usually when I'll get worried because I feel like you can tell pretty quickly if like it's going to be their game or not. And so when he missed that chance, I was like, "Oh no, this might be one of those like games where like we have you know ten <laughs> shots on goal, they only have one, and they beat us like one zero. I was like, it could easily be one of those games. Like you just." They're like freak games, but they just happen. You can just kind of tell, like, players just miss easy shots or stuff will hit the post or get deflected, and you're like, dude, they can't score a goal. Um, yeah. We'll have the, 10 shots, and they have two, and they both of them that they have go in and it, ours don't. Exactly, yeah. Mean. Yeah. I was worried it was yeah. going to turn into that kind of game, and this first half definitely felt like that. I mean... And we've had those type of games. I think when we lost to Austin, we had a lot of shots yeah, on goal. Exactly. And they had very little. 
Yeah, and, that, yeah, that was a tough one to watch. Yeah, it, I yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, and it just felt like the whole first half, we I just didn't feel like we were playing like that well. Like, I felt the defense was a little unorganized. Um, didn't really feel like we were creating anything either. Like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like a good half for us. Like, I just felt like we were never really like penetrating them or you know just setting up anything like any good chances like just no scoring opportunities um and then we just quickly gave them a second goal was rough yeah well that second goal was pretty nice i hate to to say it um a lot of power behind that shot the young colombian kid so can't be too mad cannot be too mad about it that dude's tall for being like he's like 18 or something yeah he's really young like yeah i think 18 um that was funny because when we were watching when we were watching the game and they had said that that guy was colombian and then he scores that goal and uh i was like yep he's definitely south american no way you pass that ball to the open guy (laughs) definitely go for the shot (laughs) you know because you gotta go for it he had the other guy like wide open and would have been an easy play but it's like nah just shoot it Uh, you know, Colombians, we yeah. don't like to do things easy. Yeah, gonna make it hard. But uh, no, it, you know, it's obviously, you know, we're a little bit biased because we're Colombian. But that that guy was exciting to watch. He was he seems like the kind of guy that must be super frustrating to play against because he was like really physical. Like you know, obviously he had mm-hmm. the the like kind of mini fight with Bronico where he just like totally pulled on his jersey. And then uh, yeah. Bronico slide tackles him, uh, you know, in the second that half, I sick. think it was. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was sick. Uh, but it was just like, man, he just looks like that guy that must be so frustrating to watch. Like, just probably messes yeah. with you all game uh, in just little ways, you know, like little cheap fouls or little things. that He probably gets away with a lot of stuff like that, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, whenever the ref's not looking, he's giving you those nudges and yeah. probably stepping on your toes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Typical Colombian behavior. <laughs> but man, uh, I'm excited about obviously we're uh, getting off topic already, but excited about Colombia's future. And you know, we're not in the World Cup this year, but we've got Vargas, uh, <laughs> that guy now. Twenty <laughs> yeah. uh twenty twenty six might be our year. <laughs> got a lot of young talent. Golly. A lot yeah, of Colombian it's... young talent in the MLS. Luis Diaz might not even be playing by then. He'll be like 27. He won't be that old. James Rodriguez, I don't think, will be in the squad by then. Nah, I don't even think he's in the squad now. He's barely in it. They're in some sort of tournament now. Something. I don't know what they're doing, but... Yeah. Quadrado will be out. Yeah. Man, that was... It'll be a new squad. Yeah, I know there's yeah, not a, probably I mean, like no fans that care about this, but for us that was like like a golden age for a little bit. They had a lot of potential. Yeah, because I think uh, they made it pretty far in that 2014. World and they were Cup. all they were all young too, so it was like, oh man, we've got yeah. some time. And then yeah, because <laughs> when I went to play in Russia, I expected more, and I was like, yeah, womp womp womp, yeah, nothing. They're all like, we made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> they all got like big yeah. contracts after that, like all of them, pretty much. Yeah, 
Yeah, after that, uh, James went to Real Madrid. I think Cuadrado was already... He went in, to, like, Juventus. Uh, he went Juventus. to Chelsea at one point. Yeah, you're right. That didn't work yeah. out, though. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't for many people that go to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> More likely to not work out than to work out, unfortunately. But anyways, let's get back but, on topic. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Um, you know, second half. <laughs> yeah. Second half, I mean, after that second goal, there's not a whole lot that I can think of. Um, I don't remember when the, like, the scuffle between Bronico and, and the Colombian guy was, if that was in the first half or not, but that was sick. <laughs> With Bronico and the Colombian guy? Yeah, that was straight up a um, good time. You know, I I want to say that was in the first half, and Bronico so got a yellow out of that. Yeah. I think both those guys got a yellow out of it. I can't uh, believe he only got a yellow, though. That Bronico only got a yellow. Because, uh, like, he just I mean, like, was, straight up shoved him after he tackled him. <laughs> like, the play was already dead. Yeah, like, he took his legs out, basically. Yeah. I felt I like that would have been enough, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think the shove was needed. Or if you want, like, more after, just wait until, like, the next but, play yeah. and do something. I think. Yeah, Bronico, he's like, he's, well, he's, he's fiery. kind of a hothead. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's definitely the, fiery. The, does not cost him. Well, right. And, you know, getting into that, um, do they still hold the same rules where, like, you pick up two yellows in a row and you're out? I have no uh, clue. I don't either. Because I know also it's like... it used like, to be, though, right? I'm not sure. I know Why that, like... Not? I know in the Champions League, and I think same for, like, La Liga, if you get, like, five yellow cards, it equates to, like, one red card, uh, and then you're mm. out. So, okay. But so he it's, has more, it's to, more than two. Yeah, it, he has to have more than five at this point. He gets one, like, every other game. Yeah, he got one last game. Got one the game before, I'm pretty sure. Did he? I don't uh, think he did. I don't know. He gets a lot of yellows. Yeah. <clears throat> but um but yeah hopefully those yellows don't come back to um hurt him but it's so close to the end somewhat unless we make playoffs <laughs> he's just they got to be careful with those yellows now it's, yeah we, or you can we, we got a lot to lose do the marino tactic where you purposely get a red card so it resets oh in a, yeah in a you game do that, that doesn't matter <laughs> Well, right now, all oh games yeah, unfortunately, matter. all the games matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, can't do that. Yeah. One thing um, also I wanted to note, you know, Derek Jones almost—I was to say—not much happened in the, header. the second half, but yeah, his header hit the post. Like that was that was a yeah, really good effort. Unlucky. Great. Oh yeah. Great corner kick by Vargas. Man, we're starting to improve on corner yeah. kicks now that he's starting to take them. Uh, I saw. I saw that he's kind of like our set uh, piece guy as well. He, um, as far as long free kicks, he seems to be the one taking them. Shoot, um, I mean, why not? But, Nothing else has been working, and I feel like his have been good. Yeah, um, and um, I was going to say, uh, since we kind of got into uh, Jones a little bit with that header he had, I felt like Jones had a, a much better game um, this one than he has in the last two he he moved he just seemed to move a lot um 
get more involved in the attack and then hustle him back on defense. Um, I, f- I just saw his presence more in that midfield uh, than I have in than other games. Um, even just like quick passing, because I felt like before his passes were slow and his movement was slow, but not this game. Uh, I feel like he was just he's very quick to react and and get things going. Yeah, I agree. I feel like him and uh, Vargas like all have improved. Over, like getting more playing time now like i feel like each week yeah. they've just looked better and better and uh this game was like a very noticeable difference and uh there was a lot of people online that mentioned the same thing like man vargas looks good man jones looks good like a lot of people are noticing that as well that like these guys do like a lot better this week um yeah than in recently and i don't know why it takes them so long to like start to get in a good form like um the first game that Jones got put in and Vargas, like, man, they went in there, like, you know, on fire. Yeah. And, and we both called it, like, these guys are good. Like, they need to get more minutes. And then they get given more chances, and it's like they just don't perform as well. We saw Vargas was not as aggressive. Um, Jones seemed, to me, slow. Uh, but this game, you know, Vargas was taking guys on and shooting uh, and same for Jones getting involved with the attack and helping out big time in the middle. Um, and that's kind of what we saw at the beginning of their Charlotte career. So I don't know what happens. Yeah. I, I think maybe for Vargas, for me, it seemed kind of like a confidence issue. Um, I feel like once maybe. he did get that first start back, he didn't look quite as confident. And I don't know if you remember, like, when we signed him and he did that interview with the top in 90, like, he was like, you know, I want us to win a championship this year. Like, that's my goal for this year. Like, he was very confident, and you could see that in his style of play. Like, you know, when he got on, he turned and took players on. He shot from far, like, played with a lot of uh, aggressiveness and speed. And I think maybe he was, like, a little bit worried about um, being more tactful and... Yeah, maybe not making mistakes as often once he did get more playing time and probably more time mm-hmm. under Latanzio that maybe it kind of killed a little bit of his confidence to just play more aggressively or play more forward. And maybe Latanzio's bringing that back into him like, no, I trust you to do that stuff also. That's why I'm giving you these starts. And I think it's starting to pay off. And same for Jones. Like, I think he's just getting more experience. Like, you know, he's only, I think, 23, 24. Like, he's very young. So I think he's just learning the position more, like just, you know, getting used to the speed of the game. Cause you know, you got to remember like when we signed him from the dynamo, it's not like he was getting a lot of playing time there either. Right. He was like a second or third choice center mid there. And uh, now he's starting to kind of step into that role of uh, being the more like first choice, you know, defensive center mid. So I think he's just improving just from experience. So it's good to see. It makes me excited about next year um, before this year even finishes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, you know, you want to. I think we had. Uh, you want to cover that goal that got called back? That was in the first half as well, right? Uh, I think that was right at the start of the second half. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It was on around the 49th minute. Yeah. Um, this is what really made me like Rios's uh play though. I mean, that doesn't really happen without him. 
Unfortunately, sure. that doesn't count, right? But his holdup play there and just to be able to keep the play alive and keep us on Chicago's side of the field was great. I mean, he did a great job holding that ball up. Uh, you know, yeah. almost loses it, wins ball. it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. What did then, you think, uh, before we get into all that real quick, what did you think of Rios trying to uh, outmaneuver that defender? Oh, man. kind of looked like me out there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like. I was like, nah, Rios, don't even try it. That's how I was like, man, but, just pass it. Like, you aren't that guy. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> I was just, because I feel like we get. You look real heavy footed there trying to do that <laughs> step over. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's a big, like, issue with our team all season has been like, we can get to the opposition goal, but then when we're mm-hmm. like 20 yards out, we just have like no idea what to do. And this felt like that where he was like, he should be like passing it or just keep the ball moving. And he's just like, I'm just going to. One v one, this guy at a terrible angle. Oh, I lost it right <laughs> away. Like, thankfully yeah. he wins it back, and it's like, oh, there's a second guy. Like, crap. Like, yeah, but you know, thankfully he wins it yeah. back and and does eventually make the smart play in passing it. But I thought it was gonna be yeah, one of those moments where we just, yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be one of those moments where we just like throw away a good opportunity. But thankfully right. it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Which we've done a lot of. Yeah. Um. But then, man, what a. a it seemed like one of those real technical, um, just like it, it, I felt like that goal should have counted. Absolutely, some sort of like back end deal. Um, but I, uh, you know, you and I talked about this previously. I feel like if the Charlotte players hadn't been around that uh, VAR screen so much and just you know, yip, 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 yip in the referee's ear after she told, like, she told them, like, get back, get back so many times. And then she called it back. Like, I almost feel like she did that out of spite. I'm like, you know, you guys want to be that way. So I'm just going to play it by the book and call it back. I, I feel like, I feel like she was real close to just letting it slide. But, yeah. um, but no, like those guys just kept yapping on. And she gets her. a, gets a yellow out and of the, yeah, exactly. He gets a yellow out of it after it gets. Imagine if he would have got the red. Oh, that, I mean, that's I don't know if it's a red card. Just harassing the ref. I don't know. I mean, look. I mean, she could do it. for anything. I guess yeah. so. Like she could have done it. Like, I mean, because I guess you can technically give a red for anything, right? Mm, I think it's gonna be like a goal. Sc- if you're like uh, deny a goal scoring opportunity, mm. we should give the ref a red. She denied <laughs> the goal. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree. And the petition. Even when I was like watching the game uh, live, I was telling Jennifer, I was like, man, if I was that ref, I would just wouldn't. I would just say no goal. I wouldn't even look at the like. I would just look that Sardarski <laughs> straight in the eyes and be like, yeah, nah, no goal. Like you didn't review it. Nah, no goal. <laughs> because yeah. It's just yeah being I, f- I feel like they brought that on themselves. Yeah. The one thing that did like made me lose my mind was the Chicago announcers. Like they were like, Oh, that's clear as day. Like, you know, oh, you, yeah. Cause they were saying like that, the, that he Bronico so fouled light. the the guy. And I was like, yeah. dude, if anything, that guy fouls Bronico, like it's a 50, 50 exactly. ball and he's getting there late. And they were like, that's a foul in the middle of the field. Like you got to call it in the box. I was like, that is, that's a foul the other way in the middle of the field. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I, I no, do feel I, like I if you took that you. play and took it to the middle of the field, like it would be a foul in Chicago. I, I don't think it would have been a foul on Charlotte if that goes the other way. Yeah, the the way the guy kind of fell, I mean, you know he's diving, uh, but the way they like kind of clashed and how he fell was not at all how like Bronico was running at him. Um, no, yeah, they Bronico had him like, beat. Yeah, they both just kind of bounced each other. Um, and again, I th- I think like Charlotte just kind of hate to say, it, but they brought that one on themselves. Because um, I I thought it was just gonna go the I thought that was gonna you know, be a two one right there. Yeah. Uh, that's but a two. When it was a great goal too. That, oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Possibly goal. goal of the season. Well, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought the game was over after that. I thought morale was gonna go down. I thought Sadursky was just gonna throw his hissy fits the rest of the game and not try. Um we were on so many yellows too, like Bronico had a yellow, Sadursky had a yellow. I think uh Yeah. Think, Jones might have had a yellow. Yeah, Jones picks up a yellow shortly after. Like I was like, oh man, if we go down to ten men, like two zeros is yeah. not going to be good. I was yeah, yeah. I was getting frustrated watching uh watching the game up until that point. But um, but no, Charlotte kept fighting. I mean, they kept going. Vargas kept attacking. He had a uh, that one two step over where it was a tight ankle again. Yeah. You know, selfish Colombian playing, but uh, <laughs> that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah. Got always take the <laughs> shot. Hey, got a corner out of it. And the corner take led to the a shot. corner leads to a goal, I believe, right? Yeah, the corner leads to a goal. So yeah. <laughs> you know, good play, good play. <laughs> like, come do this goal kick. All right, that's a long way to the goal, but I'll try it. <laughs> but man, we finally score off a corner kick. We're like two for a thousand. Yeah. We've got the Adam Armor bad. one and, and now the Sergersky one. That technically a corner still though. Yeah, I counted as scoring from a corner. I guess. Yeah, and then uh, there's a lot of rebounding. There's like two rebounds. It counts. <laughs> yeah, and then we got to give props to Latanzio. He's been criticized a ton this season for like late substitutions or just putting in the wrong mm-hmm. guys. You know, putting in a defender when you should put an attacker and. You know, at the 60th minute, he puts on uh, Santos, and I think he puts someone else on, right? I'm just going to pull up Sofa score. He, he took off Bronico. Yeah, because he's on a right? yellow. I, I think that makes sense. Right. And he, no, yeah. I, I mean, I was surprised because, you know, Bronico starts every game and plays full 90. Yeah. And I was surprised that it took him off, but I was like, that's smart. I mean, I can see what he's doing. He, he wants to get the win. Yeah. It's like... Oh, even actually kind of missed it. Even before then, he takes out Bronico for Alcivar, which was interesting. Right. Uh, just because yeah. we haven't seen Alcivar in so long. And he takes out Shinoshinsky for Gaines, uh, which I think mm-hmm. was a brilliant move as well. That was super yeah. early, 61st minute. Like, I don't think we've seen him substitute that early before. Um, so 61st minute puts him in. And then in the 70th minute, we see Nuno Santos come on. And then the 77th minute, we see Jordi Reyna come on. So, you know, just four offensive substitutes. Yeah, like you could tell he was trying to leave here with a win. And he does it early, too. He doesn't do it like in the 80th minute or anything like that. Like, went for it early. Yeah. You think it was because of the the goal-scoring opportunity 
that was denied. Like he was like, okay, we put one in, but like we need to keep momentum going. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, I think he think saw. For it? I think he saw we were like the better team in that second half. Like we were making chances, but we oh, just didn't have. Sure. We just didn't have like a goal scorer out there, and I think you know you put Mackenzie Gaines yeah. on. He's someone that's going to get you opportunities. Uh, he put you know Reyna on so that he can move Sardarski back up to striker. I think that makes sense. He put Santos on to kind of take the playmaker role over Sardarski. Alcivar should help with that. Like, yeah, uh, Reyna helps out with making plays. Like, you could see Reyna's impact right away. He was you know dribbling straight oh. at the goalies, like yeah. you know straight down the middle of the field, setting up crosses. Like, he had same a huge impact right away. Yeah, and then same with Gaines. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, back to what you mentioned as far as, like, how horrible we are in corners. I have noticed as far as, like, um, what's his name? Melanda. The, yeah. Uh, he's he's won, you know, in two games, he's won uh, a header. But, you know, both – one was blocked and one he hit post on. But it's like, okay, there's some room for improvement there. And he seems to be, like, the guy that I could see him putting in a couple um, – Maybe in the future or, or possibly more next season. Yeah. Just uh, off these set corner pieces. Kind of like um like John Terry and, and Vidic back in the day where like they just yeah. always well, seem to score. Tall, yeah, he's like one of those tall um aerial center uh, backs, yeah. Ace. Yeah, he's he's gonna win those aerial battles, you know, uh nine he times is. out of ten just because of his height. Yeah, uh, so out of what we've seen out of the three new signings so far, he's been like the brightest spot, and for me, the most exciting uh, so far, just because of like how good he is and being only twenty years old. Like, man, if we can keep him, like he is going to be really, really good. I just worry that a European team will steal him. Maybe not this window, but next window. Yeah. Um I I think these signings have like are much better than than the other ones. Like who did we get? Well, Vargas was good too. I yeah. think maybe just Yazviak is the one that I'm not 100% on board with. Yeah. I I agree. I think he's been the biggest dud of them all. Uh yeah. of all the new signing since uh you know since the team's been put together um yeah i mean i think you could you know he he didn't play at all that game he's not a starter like or a very inconsistent starter you know i think he's had like two really good games lately but uh, it's not enough especially for being a dp or you know being what the second highest paid player or something like just haven't seen enough out of him but uh, hopefully we see improvements in year two. That's all we can hope for. Yeah, hopefully. Um, let's. <laughs> and then so we, we got that second goal right after. Yeah, I was gonna say let's talk about the second goal. Uh, I was. I mean, that is something only Mackenzie Gaines can do. Get to that ball. Yeah, in classic Mackenzie Gaines style. Because when where he waits till like the last minute before the ball rolls out. Because when Kalina hits it, I was like, dude, that's no one's gonna get to that. Like he overhit it, 
and somehow Gaines gets to that ball. It does take like yeah. a weird bounce. Like the second bounce was really weird. It just like stops moving forward after that second bounce, but still like just to have the speed to get there and then like was it was it a one touch pass? I think so, right? Yeah, he just one touch cuts um, it back. I mean, what an improvement I, I, that he's had this year from, you know, what we saw early in the season where he <laughs> just couldn't cross the ball at all to now he can, you know, run at full speed and one touch cut it across the face of goal. Like, it's ridiculous. That's that's yeah. such a good weapon to have in a team. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, very quick and agile. Um, that, like you said, great weapon to have. Especially in that at that spot, that winger spot. Yeah, it's it right footed, like oh, just so good. And then Santos with the one touch finish, love it. Yeah, Winning. and even looking at the replay on on Santos, I mean, it, I, like they showed that highlight a couple of times. I'm like, man, that thing like it looks like it went off the defender, but it's it's not just from depending on which angle you look at it. Um, nah, I think he beats yeah, the guy there. Way to be there. Yeah. The Nike thing too, like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's the, you gotta get that grip. He's like the only guy wearing Nikes. I know. <laughs> I think they pay you a little more on your contract if you wear Adidas boots. Not worth it. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll take a big cut. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, I mean, great goal. And then, and so early on too, like it really, I was like, man, we are back in this. Like, this is doable. This yeah, is so doable. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then also, you know, so right there, right for the rebound, like way to, way to set up for, for that. Yeah. For yeah. The just in case he's pretty good at those little cherry picking goals, but you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what it's all about. Like, he, yeah. He knows where to be. Um, man, you know, that's another player that has surprised. I mean, I think they said that he's already scored a goal and officially he's only played like maybe 30 minutes for the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good little stat to have. Yep. Yeah, it is. That's definitely a, a ratio you want to keep. Just a goal every 30 minutes. That's going to work out well. <laughs> Yeah, but what a night and day difference in the in his performance this game to how he played. Um, I mean, he where was it? He could have had a second. There was uh, one play. It's not in the highlight package for some reason, but there was one where uh, like he was at the top of the box with like really no one around him, and he could have shot it and instead like passed it to Gaines, and uh, Gaines just wasn't able to like really do anything with it. But it was like. You could tell he's like a playmaker more than he is like a finisher, but like he can finish. I think is he develops that yeah. like he's gonna be nasty. Yeah, and I think that's like one guy that you and I were both excited, probably the most excited out of all of them. Yeah, that came in. Um, and then I just kind of had a I had a little heartbreak when I saw him play. Um, what game was that? Columb? No, not Columbus. Cincinnati. Yeah, when he played in Cincinnati, I was just kind of heartbroken in in his performance. He had that yellow, and then he had that mistake. Well, more Kalina, but like, yeah, um, 
you know, they took it from him and scored. I was just like, I was just kind of expecting a little more. I was like, oh, I this is another, another, another Jaws Yeah, Jaws dud. But no, I, I think yeah. he's going to come around on the other side of this. I think he's going to be a big star. I think him and Sardersky yeah. are going to be a deadly combo once they get some time together. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, still trying to figure out what to do with uh, with Rios a little bit, like where to put him at. Maybe just keep him as a backup. Yeah, I think uh, put him in striker. the 80th minute, like to secure yeah. a lead or something. Like, yeah, you know, I, I still don't see him as like a a game winner. Like, I, I think if you need a goal, no, I don't think you put think him in. Right. But if you're up, you can put him in and rest Serdersky or something. But I think a front three of like Serdersky, Reina, Gaines with Santos, Bronico, and Jones behind them, like that is, that's a nice like attack in my eyes. Like that, I think that looks so good. No, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep Santos in that mix and keep Reina and Gaines too, man. I feel like what the team's been really, missing what, has been Vargas? those two guys. Yeah, Vargas too. It, it's tough I've, though. Those wings, man. That wing yeah. is tough. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's crazy how we went from like not having good wingers to all of a sudden they're like really developing, and now you have like, I mean, wh- whichever route you go, you can't really go wrong, which is a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, because you know there there was the I think confirmed rumors that the club was trying to sell Reina. I imagine they're probably going to try again in the next off season. Um, so at least we do have Vargas there. I think like that's a good replacement. So you could do like Vargas or gains, but like, that's just a very exciting front three. Like, yeah, man. And I just think the, the team has been missing that lately. Um, of just, you know, guys that can create chances. And I think, I think Reina and Gaines have been those guys more so than anyone else. Uh, you know, I'm hoping Vargas turns into more of that, like we saw this past game. But you know, the last couple of weeks, it was it was really you know Reina and Gaines, and they kind of stopped seeing playing time for some reason. And I think we struggled to win games, and I think that's why. I, I really do. I think you're right. Um, and then. You know, it was a pretty hard fought battle. Uh, Thankfully, a lot of stoppage time. We got like, yeah, seven minutes. Yeah. I thought it was going to end in a tie. I did too. Um, I just felt like we were running out of time. But (laughs) just because we've never even had one in a way win. Well, we've had one win, but not too many uh, away. And then we just never had a comeback. Um, I don't think we've had, have we had a comeback win or is this the first one? Uh, that's a great question. I'm not sure. I think this is the first one. Yeah, so but I could surprising. be mistaken. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, just like no, a game where I had no expectations of us winning, mostly because yeah. of the away thing. Like, I just kind of, <laughs> anytime it's an away game, we've had more than we've had. This is our third away win. Is it? Yeah, we had Houston, New York, Houston. And now, oh right, uh, yeah, New York. Okay, and now Chicago. And now Chicago. Yeah, and then we tied Colorado. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, too we need mad. some not more. Not too bad for a bunch of country boys. 
<laughs> Honestly, probably need some more ties, but uh, yeah, <laughs> like we said, eight, eight minutes of stoppage time, mm-hmm. and in that ninety-fifth and a half minute, I mean, just what a play! Jones with yeah. the, the long shot gets a nice little rebound. Reyna with the great touch to just settle the ball. Plays a great ball in the gains who hits the crossbar. Then Serderski's shot gets blocked, and then he just bamboozles two <laughs> defenders and just finishes it. It was just like, man, that was it was just cr- craziness. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of ping pong of that ball. Yeah, must have been hard for that keeper to track. Yeah, but um, man, that man, move that was by a Serderski, nice little move. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, it it looks so simple yet so. Uh, satisfying. Yeah, it's just such a good little like turn that's cut good, thing. That's some good footwork. Like you know where the, the defenders come in, and you just oh cut back the other way, and then he's got that power, powerful left foot. I was like, yeah, yeah he loves that left foot. He does. Just, um, yeah, I think something we've been real uh, critical, and others have been critical about Sergarski is like, you know, he's the DP, and we haven't always got like a DP performance and. One obviously he performed very very well this week, you know, and noticeably by the whole league, right? Team of the week, player of the week, but like that's the expectation, like that performance, like I feel like is what we need out of him as a DP and and DPs going forward, like yeah. you know, it can't be once a season. It like you got to be doing that like like consistently, um, and I feel like we just need yeah, to see more of like- that from him. Yeah, but I also think that he hasn't had as much support um, as, like, some of these other DPs or just, like, somebody that's playing the striker position. Um, Because, I mean, look, if you go back and look at that highlight, we got, like, when when he's taking that shot, we got, like, four or five other players right up there to maybe snag the rebound or get the pass off. Um, Whereas before, especially early on in the season... I mean, it was just him in that box. No, I agree. I, I just like going forward. I feel like this should be the expectation. Like, yeah, a hundred percent agree. Especially like, next season, if we're able to bring in more talent, like, yeah, I think, and I feel like he can deliver, which we've seen, you know, not just this game but other games. But um, but as long as he has like the support, I, I feel like he can definitely deliver. Yeah, I think, uh, you know. Yazbek definitely needs to take a note. Like he's kind of become our new Bronico. Uh but, <laughs> but like look You're at the performance the like uh that Gaines and Reyna gave in and they're like not, you know, yeah. DPs and it's like, dude, you gotta be stepping up. Like this is the level. And he's like yeah. he's not that young either. He's like twenty four, so it's like not even, you know, a youth thing. Like you've got I think Gaines is also twenty four, Reyna's obviously twenty eight, but you got like Vargas who's 20 stepping up like santos is 23 melanda's 20 like you've got a ton of i mean ben bender for goodness sakes is like 15 i know you know like you got all these young guys <laughs> stepping up so like i just feel like the age thing can't be an excuse and like yeah. listen i know you probably didn't ask for this title of like dp but you gotta step up we need more out of you yep yeah and so. then uh not too long after that they uh they call the game were you? Because I think they got a corner kick right at the end. Were you worried at all? Oh, well, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right after that game, um, 
you know, there was a couple of uh, corners that were given, one or two, maybe even three, to Chicago. Yeah. And nothing developed. And there was that one very last shot, and the guy just shot it way over. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. He had, oh, that's it was a free kick, right? Or, or am I thinking, um, I think I might be thinking of a different game. No, I think he just kind of maybe had it open. Yeah. I can't remember. But I remember when they got the corner kicks late, I was like, oh, my God. We always get scored on by corner yeah. kicks. I swear. I think it was like from the, like a, you know, a loose ball from the last corner Chicago had. And it was the guy on the the top of the box towards the right side. And he sh- like shoots it. I just remember it going way over. And I was like, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, we could. Yeah. And then <laughs> Kalina had the goal kick. And then, yeah, yeah game. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that was. A heck of an experience. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, we got a big game this up this coming up weekend. Philadelphia at home. Yeah. How are you? How are you? Uh, foreseeing the game play out? Because Philly is looking it, scary. Oh, I know. Uh, I think Philly's tied up right now for the supporter shield. Uh, with uh, LAFC. I mean, they got a strong record. I think they've won like six of their last seven or something. Like they are on a tear. Yeah, yeah, and I think this just because they want to make like a supporter shield run. Um, I I don't think they're gonna be like New York where they send out their B squad because they're already in playoffs. I think they're trying to like, uh, definitely secure that supporter shield, um, uh, and they're gonna try to just beat us badly. I'm hoping that it's just like if we tie, that's a win for me against Philly. Yeah, I think a tie and though like win, kills playoffs. Win. Are you sure we still got like two other games though? If we, I thought you did the math. I'm just guessing here. Yeah, it, the thing that sucks is like <laughs> Atlanta and New England play each other next, and. Kind of like whichever way the results go, it doesn't work in our favor. Like the best oh, case scenario in that game is a uh, is a tie. We obviously need Columbus to lose. I'm not sure who they're playing. You know, Cincinnati losing would be nice, but like a win Saturday brings us yeah, to 40. To yeah, because that only brings us to 41 points, uh, which is I still think one point out. Somehow Miami is in playoffs. I know. What? I saw that. I was like, no way. How are you? Beck and Pay. They just, man, they turned up when it mattered at the end. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Um, Yeah, so I just (laughs) think there's like some some tough matchups that we need to go our way. Like, yeah, a win is a must for against Philly. Um, oh, that's tough. I know, <laughs> but at least it's at home, right? Like, got that going for us, and the team is looking good. Like, they're on a high. Hopefully, they carry it over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. The other good thing is we play Columbus as well uh, in two weeks, I think, or uh, October fifth. I think is I that think game? You're right. So yeah, that. That'll be a big game because that's basically a six-point game, you know, because it'll give us three points, and if we beat them and, and them zero, like, and they're kind of the team we're fighting against alongside Miami. Like, 
So that could be a big like leapfrog moment for us. So that'll be a big game. And then Red Bulls away, that's going to be a tough game. Like that's going to be a physical, physical tough game. Yeah, they already don't like us. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Obviously, you know, thankfully our home or uh, our away form is looking a lot better lately than it was at the beginning of the season. Um, so I have some faith. You know, if we can beat New York FC uh away i don't see why we can't beat the red bulls away we've we've done it once we can do it again yeah yeah i agree with that yeah i think out of the three matches we have coming up philly is the one that gives me the the most uh nerves yeah okay i'm hoping we win but that one could be the one that uh, puts the nail in the coffin yeah i mean but hey We've, uh, you know, this team has definitely surprised us in the past. They can do it again. Absolutely. Even if we tie that game and then win the other two, that puts us uh, 45 points, I believe. 39. We just got to hope the other guys lose. Yeah. And then we'll just need, (laughs) yeah, we'll just need uh, Miami and Columbus to not get more than three points uh, over the next three games. I'm not even going to try to do any more math on that. It's just just let the chips fall where they may. I think Charlotte has done an excellent, excellent job so far this season for the first year. I agree. I agree. And just, just keeping things interesting. and Being you know, in the fight, like being relevant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, making yep. it worth watching all season long. Like, at least we're not DC, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, at least they're not playing like the Panthers are. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, that's very true. Crap show that is. <laughs> yeah, we yeah they should uh should probably fire yeah, that I, coach right. <laughs> they better. I think that's gonna happen. Seems probably mid season. Yeah. Um. They better not do another one of those NFL, MLS, uh, field paintings again, for this next home game. Yeah, I agree. It it did look pretty bad, but um, yeah, I I think if we do tie against Philly, I think there is still playoff chances. Now that I'm looking at it again, uh, as long as Inter Miami and Columbus don't win any more of their games. <laughs> well, look, you're the math guy. So if you're saying there's a chance, if we only tie Philly, then you know if we tie Philly, that's a win for me. And, you know, the Phillies also going to be different playing a, a very different Charlotte team when they played before. Yeah, I um, agree. You know, we met them on the road and we're still fairly new, um, figuring stuff out. Now we're, we got the squad ready. We got the home field advantage. Um, and then we got something to fight for. Yeah. Um, as long as we don't get scored on in the first 90 seconds of each half, that'll be a big <laughs> improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was a depressing game to watch all those months ago. Yeah. That was, and it was <laughs> boring. Yeah. Cause fairly new. They just had to sit on it and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> any, well, we any even practice. Yeah, so we need 
Miami to lose against Toronto, Orlando, and Montreal, which I think could happen. Those are those are three tough teams. Uh, All right, to play, and then let's look at Columbus's schedule real quick. This is terrible radio because we're just quiet. Uh, quiet. They play Red Bulls, us, and Orlando. That could also be sweet. Very interesting. We have to beat them on the fifth. Um, that would put us to I think forty-two points to to tie them if they lose the next two games. But they lose to the Red Bulls and lose to us, and we tie Philly and beat them. We'll be tied at forty-two. And then we would need them to lose to Orlando and us to beat Red Bulls. Um, Dude, <laughs> you lost me. It's going to be tough, but there there is possibilities out there. There's, you know, the multiverse is hopefully on our side. That's all I can say. You know, hopefully Thanos yeah. doesn't grab all the Infinity Stones and snap away the playoffs. <laughs> uh, well, in and- five years, we could try again. <laughs> yeah. Assemble. <laughs> uh, any yeah. any closing notes or anything? Uh, no. I got. Uh, let's see. We got one shout out and nice. a YouTube comment. Nice. And before we get to those, let's remind everyone we are doing a giveaway for uh, how many of the bobbleheads are we doing? We got three bobbleheads. We're giving away. Yeah. So we're gonna have three winners. Uh, we're gonna. I don't remember if we said this on the last episode, but we're going to run the contest until the end of the season. Uh, so the episode where we cover the last game of the season, will announce the winners and it's pretty simple to enter. What we're going to do is, you know, we post all our episodes on YouTube. If you subscribe and comment on any of the episode uh, videos that we post uh, from last episode up until the last uh, episode of the season, you're, that's an entry to win. Uh, we'll make a post on Instagram to remind everyone if you follow us on Instagram and leave a comment and uh, you know tag two friends, that'll be an entry. And then we'll do the same thing on Twitter. Uh, you know, and if you follow us on Twitter and leave a comment, that'll be an entry. And then lastly, if you review us on Apple Podcasts, uh, that will also be an entry to win. Um, so lots of ways to enter, and you've going to get three chances to win. So go out there and uh, start entering. Yep. Or, um, you know, just uh, ask me for if I'm Venmo, and that's a definite win. <laughs> yeah, Pablo's easily, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, bot. <laughs> <laughs> Bribe, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, but anyways, let's uh, get into the shout-outs. Who do, who do we got? All right, so we got um, we got one shout out going to Andrea Perujo. I think that's how you say it in Spanish, but we'll just go English. Perujo? I'm not sure. <laughs> Is there a <laughs> question mark at the end of her name? You know, um, there's not, but there's a question mark when I say it. I'm Ron Bergen. You should try. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, messing with the teleprompter? Oh yeah, uh, go ahead. She was commented on the last episode in regards to uh, when we spoke about the booze. Uh, and that's another thing I thought about, too, when they're, when I heard the Charlotte uh, fans at the Chicago game. I was like, is somebody messing with their audio system? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got some loud fans. Yeah, that was awesome. I love it. 
Oh, yeah, same. Um, but she said those boos were definitely not from their last speaker. She said every single person in that stadium was upset, and I saw and heard them booing. Great podcast. Finger crossed. Um, bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, so far your odds are pretty good. <laughs> yes. You might win and all then, three. Uh, we got this other one here, a little five-star review on the Apple podcast. It says, fun podcast to listen to. Said, you guys always make me laugh. Let's go Charlotte FC. He's got a little blue heart and a little black heart. Aww. Hey, let's go. Support the, so for the police support or Charlotte? <laughs> or sure. Panthers. Or Panthers. It's weird how those colors kind of run. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out. And that's awesome. all I got. Perfect. Perfect. That's all I got too then, because uh, you're in charge of that. Awesome. Well, <laughs> uh, if you guys want to interact with us more, again, feel free to follow us on our socials at offsides underscore CLTFC. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye. Hasta mañana. <laughs>